Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity. Want to be a part of it? Well, find out how you can help by donating, by sponsoring, or even joining us. Just visit nhradio.org.uk. It's only Sam Bailey. Good morning, Sam. Morning, how are you? Oh, I'm so, so pleased that we've got you this morning. I do apologise for last week. All gremlins <laughs> in the... It's all right. So, but I'm so pleased, that, and we've got so much to talk about. And I know that you're in London, so we're gonna we're gonna just crack on with it. So, um, so <laughs> I mean, y- you are incredibly busy at the moment, aren't you? I am, yes. And I only get like um, Sundays off. Well, Mondays off as of next week because um, we open the show Beauty and Beauty and the Beast on on Wednesday. So, um, back down there for rehearsals for a couple of days, and then um, and then we open on Wednesday. Um, but um, yeah, we're, we're in London at the moment. I'm at Kidzania with the kids in London, going to uh, yeah, trying to cram in as much as I possibly can. Got songs coming out left, right, and centre. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. To I, I, I know. I mean, I, I saw that, and uh, it was on your website and everything. I thought, well, I know that that's that. There's a track that was on uh, an older album, but it's been remixed yeah. and danceified and everything, hasn't it? Yeah. So. Um, and a really, really great guy called Rick Live has done a remix of it. And, um, you know, just to sort of, like, give it a bit of a dancier, more kind of Ibiza kind of vibe. Um, so, like, a summer sort of vibe. And, and it's it's definitely worked. You know, I've, I, I used to do a lot of white label stuff years and years ago. So, um, a lot of dance tracks and stuff, just lending my voice to, to some docet sort of, like, piano tunes and stuff like that a long time ago. And... So I feel like it's come full circle for me now. So um, now that people kind of know who I am, I'm not just a mum that just goes out and sings, you know, pretty much anything anyone wants to hear. I can sort of lend my voice to, to other genres of music, which is great. So um, I'm going in to record another track um, in a couple of weeks' time, which is an, is a, a, equally a, a, an absolute banger as well. So, you know, it's, I'm very lucky to be to be able to do that, really. So... Well, it, Very it, grateful. It just goes to show, sort of how you know how you can lend your voice to, as you say, any any kind of genre. Because we, we've heard you do rock, we've heard you do massive ballads, um, and yeah. now now disco. So, oh, uh, the, the, the future is still out there for you. Uh, now, let me just just touch on the X Factor because that's now been cancelled. There's going to be no more X Factor, and we all know you, of course, from the X Factor. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I've just finished reading uh, your your book. And X Factor was really good for um, for you, and you've said that in yeah. the book. And there's a lot of people who have come out just recently saying, you know, sort of what a nasty, horrible experience it, it was. Um, I mean, you it, it made you, didn't it? I do you know what I kind of uh, with regards to the X Factor and and all of that. Yeah, I did have a few bad experiences, but these are experiences that I take the good from it, and I kind of learn from it, and you learn not to let anyone walk all over you. And it wasn't the X Factor. It, for me, it was an agent that I had. So when you come off the X Factor, you're kind of signed to an agent. And they kind of took me for a bit of a fool, actually, and and, and was wasting my money and giving my money to other people for, you know, like, for example, going on a tour and um, having um, a catering team on my tour and as well as that, paying people money for their lunch. And I'm like, well, I'm paying for, and but I didn't kind of realise it. I thought that was the norm, and you know, there's certain things that I was paying for that I didn't need, 
Um, in, for example, having two buses instead of one tour bus. You know, I only needed one, but everyone just wanted to sort of spread out on the buses. And, and I was kind of being taken for a bit of a mug, to be fair. But, you know, you kind of learn from it and you go on. And, you know, I'm a bit more appreciative of people and the people that I trust and work with. But with regards to the X Factor, I think because I was a little bit older and I'd worked in my job before as a prison officer and I was kind of thick skinned, I think I dealt with it a completely different way. I was very grateful. One of my biggest um, sayings is never bite the hand that feeds you. And the X Factor gave me a platform and I'm very grateful for it. I've got a brand new kitchen. I've got downstairs <laughs> toilet. What more could I want? Exactly. <laughs> and anybody who's read your... a nice extension on my house. <laughs> exactly. You know, I wouldn't have got that if the show hadn't, have, you know, existed. So I I do owe, owe a lot to the show and the people that watched it and the people that voted. So, you know, when there's queues of people that want to have a photo with me, I will wait until every single person has had that photo. I will sign as much as I can sign because those are the people that put you there. And I think because I have that mentality... I think that's why I'm still doing so well, you know, I, and people think, oh, you know, you're in the in the business, in the industry. If you're not in the charts or you're not massively famous, you, you, you're a has-been. But in my eyes, success is being happy and I'm happy, so I'm successful. So that, that That's brilliant. So, And, and anybody who's read your book will know what, what a generous person you are and how down-to-earth <laughs> you are as well. Uh, and and you, yeah. you're still live in Leicester. As well, you, I mean, you I could have, you could have moved to anywhere, um, but you know, I you... know I could I could have moved anywhere. I mean, I did have the opportunity at one point to move to America, and uh, we didn't want to because of the kids. But you know, I'm I'm very lucky. Um, we're only an hour away on the train, and I didn't move from my house. I've got I've still got a three bedroom, semi detached house, and you know, and we love our house and we love where we live. So th- there was no real need for us to to kind of move and. You know, you get a lot of people that go straight into the public eye and they're like, yes, I'm going to buy a two million pound house. And then when things like the pandemic happen, they can't afford to pay for it, you know. So, you know, my house is paid for. I still live in a nice semi-detached house and I live in a lovely little place where everyone is so nice. And, you know, I couldn't be happier, you know. I mean, I'd love a bigger garden, but that's that's something everyone has to strive to succeed in something and, and has got dreams. My next thing is to have, you know, a, a house with a bit of land, you know, but that's, you know, when the kids are all grown up and left home, that's it, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. You know what, that, that is what I, I, I love about you because, because you, you haven't let this affect you at all. You've got what you want, you're happy, you're, you're still working, yeah. you're incredibly busy as well. And you, <laughs> you mentioned lockdown. I mean, how has lockdown been for, for you and the family? Um, well, I, my son was um, my son was diagnosed with autism during lockdown last year, so um, we had a mad time trying to sort of get our heads around that. And I'm currently trying to get him an EHCP so that he can get into a special provision for school, which is what I'm fighting for. So at any given time I have off, I literally stand in front of a laptop on Zoom meetings with educational psychologists trying to sort of fight to get my son. Um, the best education he can have and at the same time um like last week i paid for him to go to university to do a course in animation um because he's incredibly bright and um incredibly good on computers so i'm feeding that skill that he has and that mindset that he has so that he can succeed in something so at the same time i'm i'm on tour in beauty and the beast recording songs um i'm also being um being a mum you know and i have a wonderful husband that stays at home with the kids and it's kind of frowned upon that 
mums go away and work and dads stay at home, people kind of go, oh, my God, really, how do you cope? But I can tell you I wouldn't be able to do my job if it wasn't for FaceTime. So <laughs> video calling is the reason that I can do what I do because if I can't see my babies, then, you know, that that's it. I'd have to go home. I'd have to quit. But the fact that I can speak to them every day, sit, sitting down backstage while I'm putting my makeup on and talk to them whilst I'm putting my makeup on ready for the show, you know, that's that's what makes it easier. But the kids are brilliant. They're resilient and I've got, we've got a really strong sort of network of, of, of friends and family. So I'm very lucky. And I'm sure that, that they will grow up with your work ethic as well, so, which is all good. So let's talk about the new song, Black Velvet, uh, apart from the other new yeah. song. Uh, now, it, it's <laughs> been a favourite of yours for a long time. It's really a tribute to two of your idols, Elvis and uh, your late dad, Ronnie, isn't it? Yeah, so my dad was a drummer and my dad used to sort of air drum to this when we were kids and I always remember him doing that. And, um, you know, I've been to Graceland. Um, I was kind of brought up on, on, on his music as well as other different music as well. But I used to sing this song in talent competitions. Um, I, I used to sing this song in talent competitions and uh, and it was really crazy. So, yeah, it was madness. I used to used to sing this song and win talent competitions. My dad would be at the back of the room, air drumming to the song. And it just reminds me of my dad. And, you know, you don't have to be a massive, massive Elvis fan to appreciate, um, you know, Graceland. I went to Graceland, you know, and I, it was just amazing and to be there. And and last final fact of the day, he was born, he, was, he died when I was born. So everyone used to wow. joke that, I was this reincarnation, so I used to do the lip thing when I was younger, apparently. But, um, yeah, he's he's an amazing, amazing guy, and what a role model. And to be able to sing that song and know that it's about him, and it's just incredible. So it's such a banger of a song as well. It, it, never, it never gets old, you know? It's it's an amazing song, uh, first one and written by Lorna yes. Miles, of course. And I, what I didn't know until I started looking up a few facts about it, Black Velvet, it, it's the shade of hair dye that Elvis used, yeah, wasn't it? Hair dye, I didn't know right, that. Yeah. So <laughs> another fact it's so there. Amazing, so many amazing little facts that you don't know, like until you really delve into it. I mean, I recently read Phil Collins' autobiography. Um, he's got an audio book of it, and it's like sixteen hours long. Um, and it's incredible, absolutely incredible. And, you know, he, he played the drums on some George Harrison track when he was 19 at Abbey Road Studios. There's so many things that you don't know about musicians. And, you know, it's so lovely to be able to delve into the history of things. And who knew that Black Velvet was the colour of the hair dye yeah. that Elvis used? Who knew? These wonderful, and I love these little facts that, that you find out. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a lady on who's written, just written um, a new book about John Lennon's life. And uh, and with, with uh, Mark Chapman, the, the killer of John Lennon, uh, I, I didn't realise um, that if he hadn't have shot John Lennon, he was going to go off down the road and try and shoot David Bowie. I, you know, oh it's, my it's, gosh. It's, it's amazing some of the things that you find out just from talking to people. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. I, I think, you know, that, that, is, that is something that, you know, they, they ought to sort of do at school, tell people to listen to people. 
um, because a, a lot of the time you miss a lot of stuff. So, and, and there's so many yeah, interesting facts 100%. out there. Yeah, definitely. Now that you mentioned, you're also about to embark on tour as Mrs. Potts in Disney's Beauty am, and the yeah. Beast. Um, so mm-hmm. it kicks off at, uh, am I right, Bristol Hippodrome? Yeah, so we are there rehearsing now. I mean, I'm not. I'm in London. I remember, um, yeah, I was there last night, left there, got home at about one o'clock this morning, got on the train this morning, come down to London. But, um, yeah, I've been very, very lucky to get the role of Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast, and I'm working with some of the most incredible people, cast, creatives. Um, so Matt West was the original choreographer for the original um, musical that opened on Broadway um, and all the creatives that were on that original one are back and they're here with us we've got a hell of a lot of Americans it's like when you stand on stage and you look out to the audience it looks like the Starship Enterprise because there's literally computers and desks and lights and buttons everywhere wow. which is a struggle for me because I like to press buttons and I'm not allowed to so <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying but it's it's in it's insane. It's so incredible. And uh, that that's only sort of a, a mini tour, really, isn't it? Well, I mean, we can say a mini tour. You know, to, to you, it's 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 quite a few weeks. How long is the, is this tour of Beauty and the Beast? Um, it runs till June next year. So oh, I'm doing so it is a long tour, yeah. Till June next year, so it's quite a big one. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's um it's going to Bristol. Um, it then goes to Liverpool, Edinburgh, and Cardiff. And they're yet to announce um, the places that it's going to for um, next year. I know, obviously, but I'm not allowed to say. But um, <laughs> that, That's why but it only looked like a mini tour to me, because I've only seen half of it. Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, but they are going to be announcing dates um, very, very soon. So it's, it's going to it's, it's be a pretty big tour. I'm very excited, you know, because, you know, <laughs> touring again, but I've never toured in a show that's been like a month at a venue at a time. I've only ever toured weeklies. So we've gone to a lot of theatres. By the time you bring all your stuff in, because I take a mini fridge, I take my own little bed, I take kettle, coffee machine, all in my dressing room. By the time you've unpacked everything, it's time to pack it back up again and go. Yeah. So <laughs> it can be a bit frustrating, but it's nice to be at a venue where you can actually settle in and get to meet people, especially like the dresses backstage and all the backstage crew and the uh, crew and all the staff at the theatre, you kind of get to know the first names before you go off again, which is nice. And I know, I know again, from, from reading your book, how, uh, you know, you, you, you're one of those people who you'll treat everybody exactly the same, you know, from, from, exactly, the, from the cleaner exactly. to... And again, something that I love about, uh, love about you um, is that. So does it make it easier um, for you sort of with being in that one place uh, for such a length of time, does it make it easier with, with the family? Can they come down and stay uh, for a yeah, little bit? So, yeah, so at every venue that we stay at, um, I've got a like a two-bed apartment so that oh, the brilliant. kids can actually come down and stay um, wherever I am, which is what I wanted um, because if there's ever a time when they did struggle, I can say, well, just yeah. come to me then. And the schools will have to understand that they're coming to visit mummy. So, oh, you that, know, that... that's 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 exactly how it is. It's the same as if, you know, obviously not the same, but, you know, the armed forces when they're away, you know, they don't have that opportunity. But when they do come back, they get to have a bit of time with their family. So I'm, you know, I'm lucky where, you know, I'm I can I can actually ha- get an apartment that's got 
two bedrooms in it. And the kids are already organised when they're coming to stay and when they want to come and see me. But it's not just for them as well, you know. I've got friends that want to come and visit because it can be quite a lonely place on tour sometimes. Yeah. So that that is, you know, you can uh, you, you can have your friends around you like that. Just uh, I've got a couple of questions before we let you go because I know, you know that you're busy. Yeah. Any superstitions you've got while you're on tour? What, is, is there anything sort of you know? Do you, do you have lucky pants or something? Uh, any superstitions? Um, well, I have I have a wall in my dressing room that's got all of the pictures of the kids, and I've write, I've wrote in a diary every day since I started rehearsals. So. I have to write in my diary. If I don't write in my diary, I get a bit fidgety. So, because I need to, because I want to eventually have that something to look. Sorry, it's very loud. Um, my God! All right. Wonders of live radio. Okay. Um. Um. So yeah. Um. I I have to write in my diary. I have to. I have to do it every day because I want it to be something I can show my kids so they can see how far I've come from oh, the definitely. first day of rehearsals because this is something that I've kind of never done before like tap dancing and moving around on the stage wearing this big costume you know the other shows that I've been with have been quite minimalistic but this is a big show it's the biggest touring show at the moment in the UK Oh, brilliant! Good luck so, with that. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say good luck, should I? It's break a leg uh, with it, but you're not Thank you're you. not going <laughs> to need it anyway. So, just before we do oh, let you go, uh, tell us about your local pub, Eddie's Bar. Oh yeah, so we built a pub during lockdown. We just bought a huge, massive um, summer house from Dunster House, and I built. Uh, I say I built. I sat and drank coffee and watched them. There was over five hundred slats of wood. Um, that needed to be put together. And it was quite easily done, actually. I was quite surprised how quick it went up. And we called it Eddie's Bar, and it gets used as all sorts of things, a craft room, a movie night, poker night, curry night, football night, everything. And we will be in there tomorrow watching the beloved Leicester City playing against West Ham. So looking Uh, forward to that, being back in the pub again. Well, good luck with Leicester as well. uh, Thank you you so much. And the tour is going to be amazing. Um, I'm so pleased that we've got that dance track um, to play as well. And, of course, the wonderful Black Velvet, which I'm going to play uh, in a bit. And, of course, you mentioned that there's a new song coming out in, uh, what, a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, well, I'm going to be recording it a couple yeah. of weeks' time. So, yeah. Thank right. you so much for having me. Oh, you know what? I am so pleased. You, you, you've always been one of my favourite singers because you, you, you just changed so much and, you know, you've got so much... Um, passion uh behind what you do oh, and bless you thank you and it's always nice that you, you give your time to speak to us as well and i know no, that you've my been pleasure. busy sorry about the noise i mean that do not worry about it really wanted me to know that you had a motorbike <laughs> oh so. these big heads aren't they so but you, you <laughs> yeah. you've got a worldwide career but you don't go and flash that in front of his face do you <laughs> for goodness sake sam bless it's been you. an absolute so much it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you again you take care and we'll speak to you sometime in the future Creating and rekindling memories. NHR.